0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Tiny offers. (laughs) Tiny, inexpensive products that are
1: supposed to blow up your business, yeah? I think that's what people are saying happens. Start with a tiny offer, you grow your audience exponentially, make a shit ton of money with this tiny offer. Is that and like like six figures from like a twenty-nine dollar product, right? Right. 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 Launch your business with a tiny offer. I think that's the rumor. Yeah. Record screech sounds <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> no.
0: So Y'all know we have a tiny offer and we get lots of
1: questions about it. Like a lot of questions about mm-hmm. it. And we've done and, a couple podcasts about this, about our own tiny offer that wasn't, wasn't even named a tiny offer when we, we made a tiny offer before our tiny offers were cool. It's, it's true.
0: It was a total gamble. I think we just underpriced <laughs> our gamble. product. <laughs> it was literally like, let's charge for this freebie. Okay. That was, by the way, epic. Anyway, it's not about us today. It's about does a tiny offer make sense for your business? What is our take? Should you try it? Is it worth your time? Lots of opinions about to come at you.
1: Yeah, and I will caveat all of this with like, these are just our opinions. Like you lit like take them or leave them, prove us wrong, launch your tiny offer tomorrow for seven cents and make a million dollars. Like literally, I would die of happiness if you did that. So if you seven cents. Seven (laughs) cents. I'm telling prove do it. So if you want to do it and you're like, you can't convince me to not do this, then do it, sister friend. That's totally fine. I think we're just gonna share are like if we were starting a business, would we and the impacts of our own tiny offer? And maybe if you are considering it, something that we suggest that you do first, because I'm not saying don't ever do it, obviously, but maybe what would be our order of releasing things and launching? So take it or leave it.
0: So, normally, I am the person that's in the camp that the size of your audience does not matter and does not have any sort of indication on what level of success you can achieve. Same.
1: With the exception of tiny offers. With the exception, it, yeah. Because we say that, we say your the size of your audience doesn't matter in order for you to see success because we recommend and have in the past and in our own lives, started with something that costs more than $29. So your audience, yeah, you don't need thousands of people in order to make $20. <laughs> you you just need to know a handful. And and honestly, The conversation I would love for you guys to have with yourselves when you're considering, do I start my business with a tiny offer? Do I use this to grow my audience and make money and all of these things? I want to definitely spend some time talking to you about how to set expectations for products. But I want you to ask yourself, like, truly, where do you want your energy to go? Because it's going to go somewhere. And it's either going to go cultivating relationships and deeper connections and therefore being able to sell a higher ticket item or it's going to go through more flash in the pan marketing and constantly pivoting and trying something new which are both fun things to do love doing both of them you just have to ask yourself which one are you do you have the energy to do right now and so the
0: reason we typically suggest that you start with services or start with a higher ticket item really comes down to energy that it takes to market. Because when you're going out there and you're seeking clients or customers, the actions are very similar. Yeah, I mean you might go about it a little bit different if you're trying to land a client, maybe slightly. Um, You might ask for more referrals, you might do a little more one-on-one calls, but at the end of the day, the level of effort is similar. And If we're simply looking at math, the best kind of comparison I can make is, would it be easier for you to land one person at $2,000 for whatever, or would it be easier for you to land 100 people at $20?
1: And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I know you probably don't want to believe me, but I know this about you, and I don't even know you that well. It will be easier for you and you are 100% capable of landing one client at a $2,000 product, even if you're just getting started, even if you're not an expert, even if you don't really know what you're doing, then it will be to sell a hundred of something, of anything. Trust me. Yeah.
0: Even, even people that go on and write books. Like I feel books feel like the strongest kind of representation of building a tiny offer. That's what they're doing. It's, but I'll tell you what people don't do when they sell a book. When someone sells a book, their goal is not to be a millionaire with a book. Their goal is to create awareness with a book and a a tiny offer can, if it's a really great one, if it offers a ton of value it can be an awareness tool. But if you don't have like enough momentum to get it started, it can
1: kind of collect dust. And, you know, I, I know I've said this and so many other people have said this too, but I really want to kind of break this down for you truly logistically to show you that it's not any different. It takes the same amount of energy and effort to market a 2K program versus a $29 program. And it's different energy, it's for sure, but it's the same. And what I mean by that is you still have to create something, even if the product isn't done. You have to describe it. You have to name it. You have to probably buy a domain for it. You have to get up a landing page, a sales page, or a pricing guide, or some sort of proposal or something up. You have to make something. You have to decide what the price is going to be. You have to decide how people are going to pay for it. You have to connect the accounts. You have to talk to people about it, whether that be in personal relationships and in email or on the phone or growing an Instagram following, or a TikTok, or a YouTube, or a Facebook. You you have to have people aware of the thing that you're offering. So no matter what it is, like logistically, it all comes down to the exact same things. You can either offer this, or you can offer that. But you need the exact same system, software, tools to deliver both of those products. So what I'm saying is, if if you're going to start down that by designing a sales page, why not make it for a premium offer? Why not talk to less people and build deeper relationships? Why not make more money by helping less people initially than to try to get exponential growth super fast? And I really want, like, what I want to know truly, and I wish people, I wish there were like listeners here to to tell me, is what is the draw of a tiny offer when you're just getting started? Why do you want that? What about a tiny offer do you think it's going to give you that that you're after? I mean, when
0: I've thought about it, especially running a second business, th- going through the same kind of like steps over and over again, I do think the appeal of a tiny offer there's a lot of things going on there. I think for some people, it's a opportunity to be really comfortable with your price point. Like it's a, I'm scared to charge 2000. I don't know if someone will pay me. I don't know if I'm worth that amount. But yeah, this thing is totally worth $20. Like you could wrap your head around like the confidence going out is definitely there. I also think there's something exciting about having a higher volume of people go through anything. I I think early on in our business, when our courses tended to be kind of more what I would consider, consider more like middle of the road now, when we were doing 297, 397, did we enroll more people? Yeah. Did we make more money?
1: No, not necessarily. But even that, like, I would rather have someone list something for three ninety seven instead of twenty nine dollars. Oh, totally, totally. So i I think what I'm actually asking, because I get, I, I agree all with all of that, and I can see those reasons behind wanting to do it. But what I still don't know is, what do people think they're going to get from it? So, like, do, in, like, if you're literally at the fork in the road, and you're like, two K premium offer, twenty nine dollar tiny offer, and I'm going to choose this one because. It's going to, what, get me brand awareness really quickly. I think I'm going to like get a shit ton of followers because I have such a low price offer. Do I think I'm going to get a lot of sale, like a lot of sales being, what, $100 to make the same amount of money? Do I think that I'm going to consistently make $100, what, a day, a week, a month, a year? What, like, what do we think is going to happen versus what do we think is going to happen on the other end, right? And th- none of them are wrong because we literally have both and I love and support both. But I think what I'm interested in is especially the newbies who are considering the tiny offer route instead of the other route. What do they think it's going to give that get them that the other one isn't?
0: I don't know. I think there's some sex appeal to the idea that perhaps with a smaller offer you could automate more parts of the process that like you could book you could have people buy when you're not there, when they when you're not paying attention. Oh, man, I'll tell you right now, you can have people do the same thing with a $2,000 product. Does it take more oomph to get them there? Sure. But both are possible. But I do think there's some sort of like appeal. Like it's just like, ooh, like... People could come in, I could maybe I could throw up a Facebook ad and like see some quick results. And and you've seen these success stories. I I once you start someone, I don't remember who it was, one of our strategy academy students, they were like, we were talking about tiny offers in a coaching call. And she was like, man. I just feel like I see them everywhere. And I said, let me tell you a secret. (laughs) Let me tell you a secret about Facebook. When you click one thing and interact in any way, especially if you linger, (laughs) if you look like you might buy something, Facebook is going to be like, oh, this girl likes to click on stuff. And if people are running a tiny offer, most people are not running conversion ads. Could they? Yes, we do for sure. But I think a lot of people are running straight traffic because they're cheaper. And if you're a person that clicks on tiny offer type ads, what do you think Facebook's going to do? Send you more tiny offer type ads for sure. And so then then it becomes, uh, well, everyone else is doing it. So why am I not doing it?
1: Yeah. So let's talk about our own tiny offer and... When we actually debuted it and, and why. Um, I, you know, I, I I feel like a lot of people wish or hope that there was a more strategic decision behind our $29 program. No. Which, by the way, if you haven't heard of it or if you don't have it, it's TrelloForBusiness.com. Go there. Get your shit organized. It's more than just how to use Trello. It's truly A game changer. You can take the principles that we teach you inside that program and use it in honestly whatever fucking platform you already use to organize your shit right now. But we teach you so much more than just organization. So go check it out for sure. But we created that. It's been around for three years. It's going to turn three in July, which is bananas to me. And it was truly on... (laughs) One of those whims, one of those fast ideas we had where we got inspired by something, something changed our lives, and we wanted to teach you guys. And I literally think it, it could have been made an opt-in or it could have been made $29. And it was a lickety-split decision where we we're like, let's test charging for something that we might have normally made for free. And so we beefed it up. We maybe added some more stuff than what we would have added if it were just an opt-in. I wrote the sales page in 20 minutes. We had testimonies from our dogs on the sales page for well over a year. And that was that. We created no opt-in for it. We created no funnel after. It was just, here it is, go buy it. And it happened to take off. Replicating that, not sure if we could do again. (laughs) It was kind of just a, weird scenario of things that were needed and what we created for it.
0: Yes and no. I do think we are on the verge of replicating it. But not with a tiny offer, with a I tiny would like, membership. But that's not a replicating it. Well, <laughs> we're, we're, but we're, I think it has a similar with another completely different type of product. <laughs> it's definitely a completely different type of product. But I think it's creating a similar buzz. And I do think the price point has a lot to do with it. But I also think the tangible reasons it's working. And if I were to actually s- sit down and be like, okay, if I were to assess what does our tiny offer travel for business and what does our current membership that is taking off in a similar kind of momentous that sounded way more jargony than it meant to to, but whatever (laughs) it's taking off in a similar way what do i feel like they have in common i think the bread and butter that makes them Sexy and successful is that we are giving someone a tangible takeaway in a very short time frame, in a very short time frame, and you know what it is before, like you get a taste of what it could be before you even get in the door, and so on the Trello for business sales page. I mean, we're talking about how this could transform your workday, how this could transform the way you run your business. And that seems like a pretty crazy scenario, but like the people that come in that are feeling all over the place and then walk away after this course. And I kid you not, like in two hours, they feel like their life has been transformed. Like they have a new grasp on their systems. Like they know what they're gonna do next in their business. Like they, they have a clear vision. And this is not an uncommon story. We get hundreds of testimonials
1: like this all the time.
0: Yeah. Um, I think similarly. We one
1: yesterday. Someone said, can you elaborate on a specific piece of this program that helped you? It's hard to pick one. I struggle with processes and not only being taught how to use the board, but how to create and track a process was invaluable. I recently bought and finished the training and I can already see how much more organized I am. The biggest aha was that I was all over the place. I realized I was spending time on things unrelated to my business. That's just one. That was yesterday. That was just yesterday. What I think similarly is
0: happening with the shop, and yes, it's a totally different model because we're monthly and like different deliverables and all the things, but tangibly they can see a preview of this could make my life simpler this could solve a problem for me I know what the problem is and I can see the solution the product is the gap same with cello I see the problem I feel the problem it's in my bones I can see the other side seems really great the offer is the bridge the gap ideally you should bridge the gap with any product you sell. with certain things than others yes yes and you I will think
1: do we- and you'll realize that after you put some shit out there and then hate it it's a, it's <laughs> inevitable it's not and you might even love it but uh, yes. like other people oh God, there's something i so love so much that we've created and it just wasn't the time or place and so it didn't work it's dead to me so you're equally annoying <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys
0: but it's okay because even though we can see it, sometimes it doesn't always translate. you That's why you have to test things. That's why you have to put them out there. That's why you will put offers out into the world that you will only sell once. That's why you'll put offers out into the world that you will sell. You'll realize you can improve upon, sell again, improve upon, sell again, improve upon, sell again. And honestly, the ones that do the best are the ones you're willing to continue to nurture and foster and improve. And if I can give you any advice, regardless of what you sell, regardless if it's tiny or expensive, if you can help people, the people you're selling to, if you can help them identify that you are the reason their life is better, that you are the reason their business has improved, that you are the reason they made more money if they can make that direct correlation, you're going to have business for life from them because they're going to respect you and appreciate you and lean on you and want to utilize you again. Getting people results is so huge. Now, I used to think, because we used to get a bunch of questions of, "But, but, but I sell physical products and like, I can't get them a win. Like, I don't know how to like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what what life. Cha- you guys, if Emily can change people's lives with earrings, you all can do whatever the fuck. <laughs> because here's what happens: every time someone gets that mail, they open it and their joy, even if they have to sneak it around their husband so they don't see that they bought yet another pair. I
1: sell serotonin that dangles off of your ears. Exactly. You guys, (laughs) it's
0: a little hit. It's a little hit. It's like French fries. You have, you just. Serotonin is the best. You can't just buy one or eat Mm -hmm. one. You have to like keep going back for more. And so you can do this by delivering a stellar product, by getting people great results, by going out. And making them feel a certain way when they open your package. It literally could just be cute wrapping. like, And that could make all the difference for you guys. I saw a a friend of mine happen to buy two shirts from two different makers. And they just happened to ride the same day. She's like, normally I would not call this out. And I'm not even going to tag the people because it's irrelevant. But I just want you guys to know, this one... Gave me all the feels, and this one left me feeling flat. literally. The only difference one had tissue paper and one was folded. One, someone was in a hurry. It was like balled up in a knot and had a rubber band around it tossed in the sack. What? I know. And you know both of these makers, which I'm another story for another walk day offline.
1: <laughs>
0: but which one do you think? They're more likely to come back to it again. And trust me, you guys are used to getting things that arrive
1: and are kind of meh. Like, how many times have you bought something on Amazon? Well, I was like, just going to say, I was like, and you excuse it from Amazon because, like, you're not actually buying it from a, a person. You don't you don't right. feel like you're buying it from a person. Right. And so we, as people who make things for people, have an incredible Gift and service and benefit to be remembered as a person <laughs> that you're buying something from. Yes. Do it right. Yeah. Cause
0: when you buy off Amazon, how likely are you to go make sure you're buying from the same like shop
1: or right. like, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. You, there's no loyalty there. Right. Right. It's only, it does happen. For product people, like there are certain mailers I buy from Amazon, and I make sure oh, I buy sure. it from the same shop. But it's not because I don't know the people; I don't care it about. It has but nothing like, to do with the packaging. With it's like it's the quality of
0: product, and right. that's really the only thing standing right, right. out right. there for you. Like I bought the same purple bubble mailers seventy-five times, exactly. But but other than that, if you're going out into the world, how your product feels or like what it does for someone that is your best representation of you yeah and especially when you want to if we're talking about tiny and we're talking about i would consider well you tell me but i think tiny is less than 50 dollars. i
1: think it's less than 30 you think it's less than 30 Mm -hmm. okay i think there's there's and maybe it's like I feel like there's multiple, I because I I picture tiny as seven, nineteen, twenty five, twenty nine dollar. That's tiny to me. Um, Forty seven to me is a little bit mm, okay. I need to think about that. Like it's it bridges a different mental gap for me. But to me- yeah, you like, have to think way less about things under $30. Oh, 100%. 100%. Even, less I guess 30%. you're right.
0: I guess you're right. Because even like a t-shirt, if if a t-shirt is 12 versus a t-shirt is 32, you best believe I'm going to consider that $32 t-shirt for far longer than I'm going to consider a $12 t-shirt. And that's and just- I know what my I'm buying. Behaviors.
1: Right, right, right. Right. So I wanted to kind of break down some numbers for you guys Because I want to do some comparisons between our tiny offer and our premium offer. Because we've been talking all day about a $29 product versus a $2K product. And so I want to give you actual number comparisons over the course of years so you guys can just wrap your head around the difference, okay? Okay, okay. So Trello was built in July of 2017, $29. Strategy Academy was built in June of 2018. $2,000. They've always been that price forever and always. Okay. So Trello has practically a year longer than Strategy Academy. Okay. Are we all following me? Mm hmm. Okay. Trello has 7,200 students, 7,265 to be exact. As of today, as of today, (laughs) it'll change in about five minutes. And it has made just under $200,000. We're 55 Trello students away from $200,000. Okay? So by the time you're listening to this, it'll be for sure. Okay? Three years old, $200,000, 7,200 students. You with me? That's a lot of fucking students, by the way. a lot of fucking students. Strategy Academy, two years old. 317 students, so not even 1,000, not even 500. It has made just under $600,000. Two years old, just under 600,000, just over 300 students. Well, and... Just for
0: the sake of math, you're like, wait, that that doesn't quite make sense. It's because most people are on
1: payment plans. So there's a ton of people that are active that have not paid their full Right. So if you do the math on that, there are a lot of people who are active because we have year-long payment plans. So the numbers might not equate when you do member-to-member, but I just want you guys to wrap your head around nearly $600,000 versus $200,000, 7,000 students versus 300 students. 2 years versus 3 years.
0: Now, there's some there's some definite things going on here. One, at the beginning with Trello, we it was like we lit a match in a dry field. Like we weren't marketing Trello. Trello marketed itself unlike anything I've ever seen. We had people writing blog posts about it, doing podcasts about it, sharing about it in their own communities, emailing their list about it without any compensation. Yeah, without any compensation, without us asking them to, they just shared it because it was making such a huge difference in their lives. Because it's been out for as long as it has, I definitely feel like that has slowed down a little bit. But when someone dares ask a question in pretty much any community, you best believe there is some faithful cello for business students that will pop up and sing its praises. Again, unprompted. We also waited a long time before we started marketing it as a sales tool, like with ads. But it is now something that we market with ads. And at various points, we've seen a 2X, a 5X ROI. But right now, I'm happy with it being 1.25, 1.5. If I make even a couple dollars on every sale, I'm super stoked about it. Because what my only goal with Trello for Business, yes, it has made $200,000, which is amazing. But my only goal with Trello is that we give someone such an amazing win and experience that we earn their trust and that they want to continue to work with us.
1: I I wish that Teachable had better analytics. (laughs) I just tried to look. What I wanted to see is over the course of Trello, and maybe you know a spot where I can look at this, I can see like the core sales of Trello over the past three years. But what I want to see is that chart of like, when did it spike or has it constantly gone up or has, was there an uptick at the very beginning and then it like leveled off or like what? And I don't know if I can pull that in Teachable. Mm, I'm not sure either, but I will definitely look. Okay. Well, I wanted to share that info just to kind of talk about the lifespan of the product in the sense of, it's, it's never had a real launch game plan behind it where Strategy Academy has. And so the spikes are definitely different um, and there's different effort and money even behind, time behind making those sales. So again, I go back to and I, I definitely want to address this before we wrap up is making sure that you guys are setting expectations with whatever it is that you're deciding to launch. If you want to ignore everything we said and not do a premium product and launch your tiny offer, do that. I fully support that. I truly, true, like I want you to crush it. I want you to also check your expectations. So many times. Our students, our friends, our family members who have their own businesses are picturing that six-figure success and are selling a $29 product. And they're learning from people who've had six, seven-figure successes selling premium products. And so you're convoluting strategies, which is great to learn from and try. Like, do that part, but don't convolute the expectations, Don't think that a $29 product, you can have one launch and make $100,000.
0: I will put an asterisk exception to the rule. And this, I will say there's probably only a few of you listening that this is an actual issue. But I do have friends that never really intended to run a business but something they did in their life made them either go viral or they accumulated followers. And then, and then they were like, well, I want to turn it into a business. And I have this friend, kid you not, 100,000 followers on Instagram. She's amazing. And she's like, so I've been selling $2 meal plans on my website. And you should have seen my eye roll through my Instagram stories. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But she's making multiple six figures a year from $2 meal
1: plans. And she's
0: definitely the exception
1: to the rule. Right. Don't please don't take that as you. That's not going to happen. And I don't mean that to be rude. It's not going to happen. And I think that there are so many people out there who think I can write this blog post or I can make this TikTok or I can make this $17 thing. And if it goes viral, then please do not, do not put the future of your success on that hope. Don't do it. No. And of the two people we might know who it's happened to, like, don't do Few it. Too and far don't between. Do that. No, cause I, even with her, yes, she got the
0: audience before she monetized, but I feel like she could be doing so much more with a more premium offer and she's selling herself short. And I would have rather, and I would say this to anyone of any size audience, I would rather you really secure your signature thing and then work backwards to build up things that maybe build upon each other to get to your signature offer. If you feel like it needs stepping stones, some people will do the signature thing and never need to build another
1: product again. They might need to tweak and refine and whatever, but. Because, and I think I want to wrap this up by saying this, I think the reason why we bring this up now and the reason why we are so passionate is yes, there's a bunch of now, here's how to make your tiny offer offers out there. And like, Great. Learn from them. Like, figure out how to set it up logistically do whatever. But please set your expectations. First of all, the, the piece of this that I want to bring up now is I feel like because of everything that's been going on in 2020, a lot of people are pivoting and tweaking. And that's smart. Do that. Do that. Do that. But what I don't want you to do is convince yourself that you can't sell something at a premium price because of what's going on and that your only option is to sell a $29 product because that isn't true. Right. And I just want you to check yourself on that. Are you doing it solely because you're scared and you need some support and some accountability for people to push you? Then find that. Are you doing it because you just want to like test it and see what happens? Then do that. Set your expectations don't sell yourself short just because the world feels weird right now. You can literally sell anything still. Money is still moving.
0: Money is still moving. People are still buying stuff. People are still growing businesses. I Yes, I have friends and it's so sad and so hard to watch. I have friends who are shutting their business down for a plethora of reasons.
1: I've There are people, oh, people who I know from Tulsa who had physical stores yeah. wedding, and it's tearing me up. It's
0: heartbreaking. But all of that to say, you can't let what is happening to anyone else determine the fate of your own business. You can show up. You can do crazy new things. If you're an in-person shop and you feel like you're losing it all, like you still have your inventory. Like what would it take to take some of this stuff online? What would it take to pivot a little bit? What would it take to try something that's completely unrelated? I met someone just last week that lost her job and started selling throw blankets. And I was like, what? You guys, they are stunning, hand-dyed, like $350 $350 That like row blankets. one. <laughs> oh my god, I was like I was this was not what I was picturing. I was like picturing like terribly tied uh-huh. fleece blankets. Uh-huh. No, I was no. like, oh They're like, these. Are, <laughs> these are so fancy. You just never know where you're going to end up and you kind you just have to run with some stuff and let this be a season of testing. If you want to test something, do it but if it doesn't get you the results you were looking for then I would say try something a bit a little more expensive a little more premium and like put the same amount of energy and effort and thought and like all of that juju into it
1: yeah because I think it's gonna work yeah I can't wait to see what you guys create
0: looking to elevate your brand without the headache